Welcome to the final, final episode of Rocks and Rune Lords. And just in case it's been too long since you heard my voice, this is Wes. And first off, thanks for your patience for this last release. I think it's been difficult just to admit that this story is over, and as long as this episode sat on the shelf, it wasn't truly done. But here it is, and yes, it is. The good news is, we finally have a new show rolling forward and picking up steam. Patrons just want to say thank you for your continued support. It's shown the desire for a new show and has been a major, major driver in making that happen. So while we have no public information about the long-form podcast, you will hear a brand new show in the coming weeks. It will be Patreon only for at least a year. And what it's going to be about is Alicia and I will be discussing world building, specifically for tabletop RPGs. But also we're going to cover her experience in writing novels. We'll get to learn how to build a world from scratch. So the caveat for that show is that it will most likely contain major, major, major spoilers for the upcoming new show. And if you want to hear that story with Virgin Ears, you may want to avoid the Patreon podcast. But if you want a peek behind the curtains of what we're working on in real time, while also learning some world building techniques, it will be a good time for everybody. We'll also be opening a new Discord channel for suggestions prompted by the podcast. Hopefully everyone will be able to support us and have some influence in the new world. I would love it, love it, love it, love it if everyone on Patreon had some connection to the new world, whether it's a name or a place or something. Just have your fingerprint on that world. So, what's the new show about? Well, you'll just have to tune in to the Patreon podcast to find out. There will be more announcements coming out as we get closer to the actual release date. So, Discord is going to be the place to get information from us in real time. There's uh, some special announcements channel there, so if you just really hate everybody there and you don't want to listen to anything else, you can mute all the rest of the channels. Just have that one general announcements channel sending you updates and then you'll be able to hear everything that we're talking about and all of the shows that are going to be coming up we do have an amazing community there i can imagine you just want to jump in and say hi to everybody everybody there is super friendly and we have a good time there will be a link in the podcast notes and on our website backpationetwork.com what's that hot off the press breaking news you say uh yeah yeah hand over the paper come here all right uh just give me a second to skim this Huh. says here long buried copies of an ancient show called called shot podcast have been unearthed and that the archaeologists will be releasing them over the coming weeks under that name you can find them on your pa favorite podcast aggregators apple google everywhere hm, that's pretty cool well i guess if you want to see anything about that show you can just go and find it all right, so for a recap, there is a new show on the way. There is world building that we're going to be doing on Patreon as a podcast. Join us there. You got to be a patron, just a $5 or whatever. That'll get you in. You can join Discord for all of your BPN announcements. We are going to have a link in the show notes. And don't forget, Matt is running Age of Heroes every Monday night over on Twitch. You can find the past shows on our YouTube channel. Again, links in the notes. All links are there. Cheers. Happy hunting. Thank you for joining on this show. It has been a blast. I can't wait to see all of you in the new show.
And here we are, after defeating Karzug, we are gathered around a green table to reflect, but also to wrap up stories for our final three characters. And I am just so excited because last time we recorded was in front of a huge audience. I can't believe how many of y'all showed up. That was amazing. That was a lot of fun. That was it was cool. so much fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I hope we get a chance to do it again in the very, very near future, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to wet any whistles with that right there. We'll find out what happens after I graduate. Um, but you guys left off. I believe it was Volantre with claw, claw, bite, tail slap, rake, rake, pounce, yeah. uh, just the whole nine. Headbutt. And unicorn yeah. horn. Yeah. And a yep. unicorn. Yep. You can't yep. forget the unicorn horn. Right up the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and Karzug slides sloppily off of your unicorn horn and is down on the ground, bleeding profusely. I think you did so much damage. Like, there is no death-saving throw. Nothing here. He is dead as dead can be. You could try to res him, Safi, if you want. I this is a thing. But where we left off, um, <laughs> we were talking about it before. We're good. I have forgotten exactly what's happened. It's been a while, but mm. Volantre killed Karzug. Safi was trapped in a prisma wall, I think, of some sort. I think I had silence cast on myself or something, now that I think about it. I but, think you well, did. Well, the wall was blocking it, maybe. That, something like that happened, but I think you let go of silence eventually. Yeah. And you got pulled through the wall, which is a whole lot of fun for me. Yeah, and we almost killed you off, but you didn't. You survived. Yeah. And then I'm very shocked about that. I'll, I'll be Hadassah. honest. I was going to be so pissed if Safi <laughs> died in the final episode. Yeah, but Hadassah, you're up there <laughs> floating around where this big uh, glass lens was, was. and shattered it. <laughs> and you really pissed Karzug off, who wanted to trap you here with him, but that didn't last very long. You know what? Been there, done that, <laughs> got the t-shirts. Right. Trapped uh, in a plane yeah. that you don't belong. Yeah. Didn't she have a special sword that also exploded whenever oh, she right. attacked the orb the first time? She, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, what was the name of that sword? Do you Chellen. 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 Yeah. See, it was a test to see if she remembered. It. That's pretty good. <laughs> no notes in front of her either. Just sitting there. Yep. Uh, Chellen. Yeah. It was an artifact, and written into yep. that artifact was it can only be dismissed with a thought by Karzuk. And he did. He's like yep. gone. Mm. There was one. Um, there was one ability that sword had that I never got to use because I never used it on a target that the sword was willing to do it, this to. It but was it was brutal. like on a critical hit too, which it's yeah. like this is the character for that, you know. <laughs> every <laughs> third like, attack was a crit. No, every time she got a crit with that sword, it was like Wes. Can I do the thing now? <laughs> <laughs> So, Wes, yeah. what was that thing? Because you never told us. I believe we hinted at it in one of the previous episodes, but I think it would completely turn the creature you were attacking into solid stone. Mm. Yep. Crystal, okay. something like that. Yeah. And you could explode yeah. it with a thought. It, like, yeah, it was so cool. I was like, yeah. I want to do that. But... But just didn't yeah. last quite long enough. Yeah, Sword and I just couldn't get on the but same page. before we get too much behind the screen. Right. <laughs> and before we start reminiscing about the last three years and all the fun that that entails, we're going to pick up right exactly the second that you left off of Karzug sliding off the unicorn horn, sloppily, ploppily to the ground, splat, 
and you guys take it away. Volantri kicks um, Karzuk's body into the lava. Yeah, Hadassah, like, shoots straight towards Safi. Are you okay? Are you all right? What just happened? I don't know. It was colorful, though. <laughs> the wall, that you said the wall fell? The prisma wall is gone. Anything yeah. that Karzuk cast is gone now. I heal myself completely. <laughs> I just, I, what was it, a Bixby's hand? How did I get knocked through the wall? I, I, something... Something you know what I mean? Like you. something yeah. pushed me through the wall. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I think Karzu got behind you and pushed you into it with some ability. Yeah, something remember. like that. It's been a Just minute. Blasted me through it, which is a great idea. I mean, mm-hmm. first thing you want to do is put somebody through a wall. <laughs> <Prismatic wall. laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> it didn't do quite as much. I don't know. I was expecting it to do more to me, but at this level, saving throws. You know, my my lowest saving throw was like plus twenty two, and that was to con to. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. right. Dude. <laughs> like, and the worst of them are the will saves, and my will save is like plus 28 or something like that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So Now, his his saves are pretty high, but you passed no problem. Yeah. Most of them, anyway. The ones that counted. But didn't you have to roll like seven times, one for yeah. each color? Roy G. Biff. Yeah. You got to hit every one of those colors. Yeah. Volantre would have died going through that wall because <laughs> his saving throws are not that high. Yep. Yeah. 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 Curses! That's I what I should have done. Yeah, well, I think I think Safi is the only one that could have survived going through that wall. I'm also the only one that he could have pushed because my my CMD is like eight. Also very very true. That's true. So, so we're in a room. Oh, not a room. It's like a cav- a cavern. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. lava. There's all these paths up and stuff like that. Is there an entry, exit, door, anything? When you look back where you came in, you can see all of Zinshalast. As if you were looking out of the eyes of that giant face that was carved into the mountain. But, but didn't Safi walk through that and just it just walk straight through? There's not an actual gateway there. Otherwise, Karzu would have been terrorizing Galarian a long time ago. Okay. Also looks around and takes one more kind of circuit around the cavern just to see if there's anything left to kill because she suddenly has like this adrenaline spike. I found a couple of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> she's just gonna just smush them. Yeah. Yeah, they're common house spiders. Maybe a black widow or yeah. two. Tell you real quick, I didn't I don't know why. I thought we would be just just Karzuk when we got here. I don't know why I had it in my head you wouldn't right? have minions. But <laughs> that's so dumb. how do you make a wizard survive with action economy and Pathfinder yeah. one? Yeah. Like he got off most of his big spells. Yeah, we Well, I know how we can't walk out the front door, so I I'm gonna have to pray. But I can get us out of here. It'll take a miracle, but I can do it. Hadassah <laughs> <laughs> uh, lands and just, you know. Checks around to make sure Karzu really did go under the lava and is all gone. No more. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Like, Uh, before we really get into too much more, you lost out on Karzu's burning glaive, his talons of Ling, belt of physical might, all of his implanted ion stones in his forehead, a ring of protection, a ring of freedom of movement. You lost the robes of Zen Shalast. You lost a Runewell amulet, a Sahedrin tome. Rubies, diamonds, 
Oh, he had 75,000 gold pieces in just diamonds on his Oh, Softy does a, just a swan dive into that lava. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's magic lava, so all those items just float to the top yeah. and yeah. go into our inventory. They, no, this is magical lava that burns all magical items. This is, even, this is Mount Doom. Even artifacts, yeah. This is where you come to take out those rings. A vial of powdered gemstones, also worth a 10,000 gold. I mean, I've got 35,000 gold worth yeah. of diamonds on me. I mean, you did. You got. It's not that you're not without diamonds, but you did lose out on almost 100 grand worth of oh, diamonds. And well, all the other items. The Talons of Ling are a lot of fun if you like to fight with your hands. Can we retcon it that I stripped the body and then kicked it in? <laughs> nope. <laughs> ooh, ooh, a rod of greater quicken meta magic. Come on, man. Uh, a wand of blood money, dispel magic, magic missile, stone skin. Yeah. How did he have all these wands on him? Man, he basically had a like a belt. <laughs> it's just like wand this, wand that. Quick draw. Feet I'm seeing for his like wand. a bandolier or something. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I actually had one of those on my rogue <laughs> in another game. I loved it because I, I was playing a rogue that you know used magic, used magic device a lot. So yeah, that's where you're at. You just lost a couple million worth of gold, but hey, it's in the lava now. You but know what? If you need a miracle, you could call a miracle and get out of here at the very least. Could you call a miracle to get that loot back? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kate and Kayla. Even, nope. <laughs> even Kate and Kayla. You done like, messed up. <laughs> boy, you should have learned to part ways with that one. Impulse control. You best learn impulse control. <laughs> it fits. Volantre doesn't care about the stuff that we're getting. He doesn't care about the gold that he gets. So. Yeah, Hadass is the same way. Now I have other characters that would just be like on the ground weeping right now, right. but it's not Hadass. <laughs> um, she had a really specific goal, and we did that. So, but um, as she kind of finishes her circuit and she lands, and like her eyes go back to normal and the runes kind of stop glowing and she starts to look around and realize where we are and that there is no doors and no obvious ways out. She starts to panic just a little bit. What is she What is she <laughs> saying to the guys that are that she's with? It, it's mostly like mostly she'll keep it pretty contained because she's Give used, me a will safe. <sighs> Quick, somebody pull out a dice. We didn't bring any dice, but there we, there's one, and it's not all ones. What is it? An 11? So what is that total? Maybe like a 20-something? All right, you're able to contain yeah. your emotion. Yeah, she contains it, but, you know, it's like little things like her eyes getting, you know, a little wider than normal, and her heartbeat kind of, like, picking up. Um, and she's, just before she can really start worrying about this, Sophie's just like, oh, I've got this. You know, I'm just going to go pray, and we'll get out of here. And she's at which point she's just like very quietly, it's okay. Safi will pray. When Safi prays, it works. And Safi praying <laughs> is drinking. So he literally lies down wherever he is, pulls out his mug, and just starts lying on the ground. Yeah. She sits down with you. She's like, well, we've got to sleep, like, right? She's like, can I pray too? And she's like, hold out a You know what? I'm feeling benevolent. Uh, you guys. After taking out Karzug and all the things and all the bonus XP for completing an adventure, you gain enough experience that, boom, you're instantly level 18. So when you go to sleep that night, you can prepare whatever new spells you need. 
Because that gives you ninth that's level, That's the miracle right? I needed, yeah. yeah. Is that ninth level? Yeah. You are already level 18. Everybody feels more powerful. Isn't the end of a campaign fun? I'm just going to... I need to sleep. I need to... I, I feel like crap. Um, it's hot in here. I need, And I didn't get to use my robe. <laughs> very, very upset about this. I wanted to give him a... A goblin appears out of nowhere. <laughs> charges you with a scimitar. <laughs> So I, I never got a chance uh, to use the robe that I picked up. and It was a kimono, right? Kimono, yeah. yeah. And I forgot the name of it. It's like some, it, it's a, it sounds like a, a Asian name, Oriental name, but it's what you do is you flash the person and you hug them with it. And it's like a maze spell. There's no saving throw. And that was going to be, you know, a big saving grace should things go really sideways. With For, one round. <laughs> For one round. Yeah, yeah. He had to make an intelligence check to get out of it, which... The big, bad, powerful wizard of Galarian uh, probably had pretty good intelligence. But I, I really wanted... I, I should have used that earlier, not waited for the big, bad... Just never had a chance. For those know. listening at home, it is the otherworldly kimono. Yes, otherworldly. Pass Before out. this, though, you got knocked unconscious... And you got knocked unconscious. But sorry, I'm pointing at right. <laughs> pointing at Safi and pointing at Hadassah. Yes, they've both been knocked unconscious. But yes. we've only been awake for what five minutes in this place. I mean, like we, we rested, then we came here, and now yeah. we've killed Karzuk, and the battle's done. It's been like half an hour since you woke up uh, with. I mean, what's her face? Yeah. but like two of us at least <laughs> have, you know. Nearly died. I yeah. mean, Miracle Max, <laughs> almost dead, you know? <laughs> it's true. Not completely dead, but almost the dead. exhaustion and is beginning so, to settle. Yeah, so even after half an hour, I would say a nap is warranted. <laughs> I would want a nap. <laughs> you think about these fights that are 30 seconds long, 45 hours was quite long. It was. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been in a fight, a real fight that mm -hmm. lasted longer than 10, 12 seconds and get beat up. You're exhausted after <laughs> 10 seconds of fighting and getting punched. A minute? I can't imagine. Fireballs and death rays and dragons. And like, I think it amplifies that exhaustion just a little bit. So, I, I, okay, I'm day drinking. Whatever. Here, have a drink. <laughs> just, I'm going to be up watching you all sleep, and then I'm going to go to sleep after you all are already rested. So you guys pass the time during the day, however long it takes for everybody to finally get tired. You go to sleep. It's Caden Kalian's relocation day, so he helps give you the new spells. And you wake up the next morning, and you have your brand new abilities. Whatever level eighteen would give you, I'm sure that would be very, very exciting. Maybe we try something eventually that lets you use your new powers. But you guys took out Karzu at level sixteen. Let's just talk about that for a second <laughs> as a three player party. With, no with less. three players, yeah. Yep. Uh, a little bit of help from the Twitch chat, I will say. Yeah. Uh, yes. Next morning, what do you guys do? Hang Let's on, talk about Heroes Feast in the morning. Oh, Lord. That yes. gives you guys a nice little boost when you wake up. Yeah. Well, get rid of that. Hadassah's favorite time of day, Heroes Feast. Breakfast, Heroes Feast. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> it's, just, it's just nothing but Cinnabons. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls. <laughs> and like Apple fritters. Cheesy grits. Oh, yeah. Strawberries. And <laughs> French toast. French toast. And I mean. Bacon. All the things. Wait, is Safi a vegetarian? Oh, Lord, no. Okay. No, no, no. Have you looked up what you need? Yeah, I was making sure that I was able to do what I said I was going to do. But yeah, uh, Miracle can replicate any spell of any kind, 7th level or lower, or Cleric spell, 8th level or lower. So Plane Shift is a level 7 wizard spell. Done. Yeah, when, when Hadassah was praying 
you know, that night she was just like, she's like, okay, I haven't done this in a really, really long time, but Kate and Kayleen, if you can get us out of here. <laughs> no problem, darling. So we'll get you going to become here. a drunk after this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> she hasn't prayed in like 10,000 years. You haven't prayed but, since before Kate and Kayleen became a god. Kate and <laughs> yeah, she's like, I know there's a bit of an age difference, but but I cannot do another like ten thousand years in some pocket dimension. I can't do it. Well, I I can make beer. It wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> uh, I wait, wait, hey, you want to go see my my family? I mean, I went to go. Well, sure. I don't know where we are. Whatever. I cast uh, Miracle and use it to cast Planescape, Planescape to cast uh, Plane Shift. But if we're in already a different dimension, then we can go back to Galarian. So I take us to Magnamar. Poof. You're in the middle of Magnamar. There's a political rally going on outside. <laughs> Is it Reaper for Mayor again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Reaper for mayor. Reaper for mayor. <laughs> so I'm in human form, not in my Eidolon. Okay. Because when I sleep, it goes away, and I right. didn't recast it in the morning. Okay. I thought Reaper died. Reaper will live on forever, man. Didn't we ship the body back to Magnamar? That's not what we shipped back to Magnamar. <laughs> <laughs> you all weren't there. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm well, so with my second ninth level spell of the day, I cast True <laughs> Resurrection and bring Reaper back to life right beside us. <laughs> okay, what does Reaper say Bravo. when he come, pops back into existence? Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's here, everybody. And he like throw him up on his shoulders like he's still naked. <laughs> <laughs> but they got that... Was he half orc? Was that yeah, right? half orc? Yeah, they yeah. throw that half orc up on their shoulders and they start parading him around and they go off to the Capitol Hill. Uh, don't go far. I'm gonna need your help. Yeah, help me. <laughs> I I I'm gonna go find someone and I think I might need his help. So let him go party and get dressed. Uh, then we go see about a cleric who uh, has spent enough time on this particular plane of existence. I'm gonna go kill Father Perry. So, where do we go from here? I'm, well, I know where I'm going. Do you need help? Sure. Then I'll go with you. All right. He's a very bad man. And he's not dying. He's going to another plane. Probably we should be here instead of the other plane, because things are not so going to be good for him when he goes to the boneyard, and they go, very bad, you're going here, not over (laughs) here, so, okay. I've wanted to just stop those giants from hurting other people and i found that not all giants are bad so now just stopping those who are bad is something that i think i want to do yeah yeah, of course you're welcome i came back to protect your world from my world we've done that in part but daris is still out there He's going to try to bring back Thassalon. Do you think he's strong enough to do that? He's persistent. That might be... Sometimes you don't have to be strong enough. You just have to not be willing to give up. I don't know anybody else here. Maybe I could come along. Of course. And, you know, if we happen to find Daris along the way... We have a talk with him. Yes. I think she talks with her sword. I've I've noticed. Very breathtaking anger anger issues. So you guys are going to go off. You're going to find Father Perry. 
then you're going to continue to seek adventure. I love the idea that you three are going to stick together for a little while. For a little. Hadassah yeah. still has that amulet around her neck that if she takes it off, who knows what happens? I mean, we know what happens. Uh, we, maybe. <laughs> we're not sure. Maybe, maybe something is uh, changed and you're able to stick around. Maybe. Maybe not. But until uh, that amulet comes off, we'll never know. And that may be a very, very long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to cut you guys off there, unless there's more. Do you guys have any plans? I just love this idea of you guys like riding into the sunset after Father Perry. That's uh, pretty beautiful. So we're going to cut to a scene, and it's in a dark cave. Natural rock formations everywhere. Blue, bluish light flickering. And you just hear somebody mumbling in an archaic tongue. Maybe Hadassah would recognize it as ancient, ancient Thassalon, but it's obviously this magical chant that happens. And then when he stops speaking, a gate opens in front of him, just like swishes open like the arms on a clock and just wipes into existence. And then we kind of like fade back just a little bit. And we see that it's Darren Von Utterbloom gives one last look over his shoulder and he steps through. And through that open gate, you can hear the honking of car horns in the background. And then the gate shuts. Blackout. And that is the end of Rocks and Rune Lords. (laughs) (laughs) To go to New York? (laughs) You just pulled an enchanted. Right? Yeah. We're going to cross time zones here. I don't know what the future project holds, but I know who's going to be there to try and thwart you guys. <laughs> Out of bloom. Oh, I can't wait to develop more there. So it's done. It's over three years. Here, here, here's the book. <laughs> Finished. I'm so proud of you guys. Uh, we stuck it out for Look a very long time. Post-it notes and tabs yeah. and papers yeah, sticking out of that thing. That book's a little worse for wear yeah. now. It's, it, it's, it's been just, well loved. It does not look like it did in that Twitter photo yeah. from so many years <laughs> ago. Uh, man, this, I like, I kind of want to keep it and I kind of want to burn it. <laughs> so let's talk for just a minute about this experience. Ah, man, I have so many questions for you guys, but how to actually formulate it. First of all, I want to say thank you to Alicia. Like you jumping in and saving us uh, when two of ours had to leave. Uh, and re- continuing with two party members would have been really tough. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But this, but you've brought a great voice. You've brought a great character. Your insights into the storytelling has been amazing. I can't thank you enough for joining us. Why did you do it? Um. Well, I enjoy gaming and I love stories and, you know, I had been listening to Rocks and Rune Lords for a while and it was kind of one of those things where on the one hand I was terrified to try it and I still don't know why you were like, hey, we've got a spot at the table. You want, you want to give it a shot? But, you know, I was terrified to try it, but I kind of felt like it was one of those things that if I didn't at least try that I would really regret it. So, you know, it's like sometimes you just have to do it scared. So that was my stomach growling. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, if that one, if that came across. 
I mean, dude, we just had Heroes Feast. <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, second breakfast. <laughs> second breakfast. Third breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. 11s. Yep. 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 Goodness. And originally, I think you were only going to record for like a month or yeah. a couple months. Yeah. It was just supposed to be like Hadassah was never, I think I've said this before, she was never really meant to be anything more than a plot device to help move you guys out of the Rune through Forge. the Rune Forge and just kind of like centralize the story a little bit more and bring some of those threads together. That's, that's what we um, created her for. And so then when it was like, Hey, we're going to keep going and take her out of the room forge. It's like, well, crap. Now I have to like turn her into like a real character, <laughs> you know? And it's like, how about a plot device? Yeah. And figure out what yeah. to do with her in a setting that she was not ever built for. So, yep. You know, and honestly, I felt like the transition there was was kind of rough. Um, so I like I didn't know you were there just part for a short term. Yeah. So I never yeah. I never I never noticed anything changing yeah. from that to a character. So, so well done. Yeah. But, I only know it from our conversations outside mm-hmm. of it, not yeah. from yeah. what we recorded. Right. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was good. I've enjoyed it. Uh, Casey. Yeah, you got roped into second edition. Yes, we were test doing the play test, and then we talked you into what was going to be just a really quick campaign. Oh yeah, just for quick. first edition. Yeah, uh, what With was this? This, yeah. Yeah, this was, was supposed to be, to be the uh, quick. Campaign. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was only going to last for a year, maybe two at the most. You know how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, I thank you for sticking around. Like you've brought a great voice to this as well. Mine, especially your gaming aspect. You're very tactical when you play. That's a problem that I have anyway. I don't find I, it a problem. It can be. No. Cause I mean, I started out Finland was min maxed. Mm-hmm. I built him to be min maxed and you murdered him fast. Yeah. He, he I had to kinda have to be for this. Well, Darius was not. Darius was a more play character mm-hmm. thing and had a couple of things that I could, you know, quick escape or do what I needed to. But I was more of a story character. But then he got robbed, too, from the, um, what was her name? Zanisha. Zanisha. Mm-hmm. From the Zanisha mm-hmm. fight. Yep. So at that point, because I'd already lost two characters and major fights, I'm like, screw it. Let's go hardcore. But in that, all the fights and all the things I do is I'm thinking of it like a RTS. I'm looking at right. the pieces on the board. I'm looking at how I can strategically move, keep things going, and everything like that. And honestly, that's where D&D got its start yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. was tactical board gaming. So, yeah. TSR. Yeah. Well, I have to say that one of my, um, just as a listener, one of my favorite sets of episodes was after um, Volantre went up against the Giants and just got hammered, like <laughs> literally am- in the head. Literally got hammered. Amnesia, like Eidolon yeah, gone. Right. Like I, like I thought that those episodes um, were some of Volantre's best, just because it allowed you to develop the character kind of outside of what Volantre could do. So secret to listeners, uh, when he went through amnesia, lost the Eidolon, we purposefully did that to harm the Eidolon mm-hmm. to make it weaker. Um, I took a permanent five AC. Five. 
a minus five Down. to AC. We never really covered it. We just hinted at that there was a red scar on the back yeah. of the Eidolon somewhere else in the future, but... You were still impossible to hit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it should have been 10. I, I really no. got to say, first no. edition <laughs> uh, natural necessary. armor. Absolutely necessary. Well, sure. And that's why he really stuck yeah. around. I like to play the pissed off uh, GM, but honestly, man, you guys have been a lot of fun to play with. Uh, trying to figure out how to keep the story fun, but also let you guys have fun and let me have some fun every once in a while. So that is one of your moments that you like. Maybe not your favorite, but a moment that you I, like. I really enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, that was that's definitely up there for some of my um, like top episodes. What about you, Matt? What's one of your top episodes that you can think of? 270 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Something uh, I think one of the bigger ones was early, early on. I, I want to say it was Thistletop mm. when we were all about to die. Like we were all on the edge of dying. And I rolled that natural 20 on my death save or something like that. And I remember thinking nobody's going to believe that I, I made that. that actual save. And it was a natural 20 for Safi to stay alive. But that was also... We lost another character. Like, we lost one character. He almost died. And it was just a, a bunch of wolves or something. I don't even remember what they were. Was those demon dogs? It sounds yeah. like it was yeah. when we lost Fenlin. Yeah. yeah. Was is what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah Everyone got... ran. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the only smart move. Yeah. That one really sticks out. I, honestly, some of the earlier, I mean, like, first 20, just getting to know the characters, the brand new characters, that was a lot of fun. Exploring, figuring out who the characters were, who... Like who your own character was. That was, I gotta say, the first book was probably my absolute favorite playing because you're learning yourself. You're learning your own character. Mm -hmm. That's always the most fun to me is developing a character. And it was really fun because Paizo was taking that first book to introduce Galarian to the world. Mm -hmm. This is really the very first time anybody lays eyes on this world. So they are establishing a bunch through that first book all the way through. And this is That was D&D 3.0, I believe. When they right? first started, it was yeah. 3.0, yeah. Uh, another one that really sticks out is when Maven gets killed by Poe. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I mean, like, this, what, second episode? The only two recordings I played that character, yeah. he died oh the gosh. second one. <laughs> Maven, Maven is actually one of my least favorite parts of it. Wait, of course. <laughs> I mean, he was only there. Maven. Nobody, right, got, yeah, nobody yeah. got to know him. But... <laughs> the only interesting thing about Maven was Reaper mimicked his voice. Because oh, uh, um, Hannah that. asked about that. Like, you sound just like him. I'm like, well, Reaper's loves this guy. Like, it's his father. And so he's imitating his voice. Otherwise, he sounds like a grizzly half orc. Oh, uh, poor Reaper. Yeah. He just got resurrected and he hasn't been told yet. Oh, no. Well, poor he'll find guy. out. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. I can only imagine the amount of chaos that he is going to sow with an Agnamar <laughs> with the, the crown of mayorship thrust upon him. And now that he's alive, he's going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, he was getting it when he was dead. <laughs> what about you, Wes, as DM? What's that? Your favorite moment. Stick My off. favorite moment, all of them. I mean, there were so many good ones. Uh, killing off Fenlon was good. Killing off Benjamin was great. Uh, the Zanisha fight was a lot of fun. It's always figuring it out, figuring out how exactly to keep the story moving along, even though we've lost characters. 
because it's so tough to keep the story flowing, especially when we had to lose that original party and then brought in all four new characters. Right. Uh, which is why we wiped out Darius. He went on his own way. Yep. Um, Miri. Miri. Mm-hmm. And they were both in prison. So we brought in four brand new characters. I just thought of my other favorites. What? <laughs> Reaper charged the castle. <laughs> I loved it that. It was such a, a, a tilting at windmills moment. Yeah. yeah and I remember that. when you did it, I, I do remember very distinctly of there was so much dialogue and other information to pass along before you charged in that I was so angry I was happy when he died. It's <laughs> like this Reaper is ruining everything. <laughs> See, and the, but this Reaper, guy has to die. Reaper is yeah. what taught Volantre to just Go in here free. <laughs> because it worked out so happened. well yeah, for exactly. Reaper. <laughs> no, I have to say, so the Fort Rannick stuff was actually some of the toughest stuff for me to get through as a listener because I, I really, you know, it was a new set of characters mm-hmm. that I hadn't really warmed up to yet. And the second group is not, was not, I guess, as... I don't know, like warm and amicable as the first set. And it's just like after kind of falling in love with the first group of characters, it was it was really difficult to make the shift to, you know, like Poe and Volantre and um, Droth and, and Reaper. But like I pretty quickly within a few episodes, you know, decided that I loved Reaper and he was going to die really soon. Mm. And so it was just like, even Dumb though, even though I like, I really struggled with the, the Fort Rannick stuff, like just the, right. the story of that bit, like that part of the story was, I think would have been hard for me to get through with any of the characters. And I'm not really sure why, but I think it was just kind well, of, we like, also were still figuring out the dynamics between the characters yes. too. And that trying yeah. to push through a book right. and right. we've straightened a combat. Uh, it's yeah. like, yep. we didn't even have time to do much role play with right. the characters to introduce exactly. into it. Exactly. I mean, it takes, it takes a while, especially when you, cause that was, that was a huge transition. That was the kind of transition that t- when TV shows and stuff, try to do it. Like that's normally like their, last season or something yeah. just because people have a lot of trouble letting go of the Scrubs. original set you know like the things about the show that they fell in love with and it's hard to be patient for absolutely right week. it's tough but, to it's but, why safi had so much plot armor in the end like, Safi is the just... worst made character ever. Like he is, <laughs> he is a great support heel bot, but damn, he's a terrible character. I mean, how? Like, what was your AC? It wasn't like 12? 18. 18. 18 towards the end. Like mm. I, could, I was not allowed to wield a weapon except for a staff. I was not allowed to wear armor because of the archetypes I took. So he was. My initial idea for for Reaper for Safi was to be the glue that held the party together. Mm-hmm. To keep conflict from happening, to keep pushing, to, to push the story, but like, you know, to always be upbeat and like, hey, I, I, I know you now. We're friends. Let's go do this. It's, it's fine. Bad things happen. Let's go. Let's go. Let's 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 keep going. You know, instead of I don't know. I've, I've played in the past. Somebody's kind of a prick and blah blah blah. I just wanted it to be an extremely happy go lucky dude, and that was the whole purpose of making him. And I didn't. I don't get into fighting like combat like I used to, you know, when I was younger. Now I prefer to role play than to roll dice. So he seemed like the perfect match for that. Like I don't think I, I don't think I ever swung a weapon. No, in you did years. 
You did. You hit someone with your staff one time, or you tried oh, to. I tried to. Yeah. I did Bonk. try to. Someone yeah. had died, I think. Yeah. Well, that was that same episode where that's that's, that's when Safi went down and had to roll a natural <laughs> 20. That's when he tried to fight, yeah, so he almost died. Compare and contrast your ability to role play as a younger person, teenager, versus now. Like Trying to? Yeah. I, You know, as a teenager, I couldn't even keep up with stories. I didn't know what was going on. I was just in there to roll some dice and kill stuff. Now, I mean, I, I'm running age now. I, we went five episodes without fighting anything. It was just pure role play and, and you know getting the story through, which some people hate. Some people like fight something, kill something. I get that. So if I'm DMing a group that likes that, then there's gonna be a lot more fighting. But just so happens my four players they love role playing. So I like a healthy mix. Mm-hmm. I like both. I was kind of the the opposite. When I started, I really enjoyed the role play because, you know, it's just like there was no Google. Like you, if you didn't know the system, the only way to learn it was just to like, you know, read a whole bunch of Study. materials that I did not have. Or flip through the books really fast. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and it's like I was doing just good just to keep up with like the mechanics is basics. Mm-hmm. You know, and but it was like the role play. That was something that I could do. Like I, nobody had to teach me how to understand like story and how to pretend to be a character. I mean, like, you know, imaginary friends as a kid, like I had it, you know, it's just like all like mm. the imagination games and stuff like that. I was all over it. So it's like that was something that it was just like, ooh, I can still do this, you know, and it's a lot of fun. But I had no clue about game mechanics. And I was surrounded by people who were power gamers and they were really good at it. Mm. An old school D&D was built for power gamers. Oh, yeah. It oh, yeah. really was. It paid off for you if you were a power gamer. Where did you where did you find Volantre? To be honest, I um I looked at a summoner's guide for part of it and looked at what um, some of the synthesis was. But with the ability to rebuild the Eidolon every single level, right after the first time, I realized that I couldn't build him maxed following the guide. I needed to make him more utility, and so some of the things that you and I discussed was one. Volantre cannot summon anything. So he's a summoner who doesn't summon, especially for combat. I mean, I think he summoned two things twice and they were plot things, like something to right. run faster because he was limping and couldn't do his Eidolon or something to that effect. But um, but yeah, I kind of strayed from the guide greatly because I couldn't have all the natural attacks. Um, I couldn't... I, I chose not to. So you could have made him a bigger badass is what you're saying? I could have made him more deadly oh and gosh. I could have made him even stronger, like wow. a more AC. Well, thank you for not... Yeah. I mean, there at the end, I was large size going to giant size. I had a plus 16 in strength just from that. Not to mention the ability score increases from the evolution points and everything. Oh, yeah. And the uh, making a whole nother Volantre to join the fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> that was amazing. That, I that was that fantastic. That was so much fun. <laughs> wow. I'm sitting there going, Here's the thing. why don't you do that every single fight? Like, first round, boop, there's two of me. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I only get up for 16 order. rounds because it's level 16. But here's the other thing about it, though. We, <laughs> we did that wrong. Really? The hit points are not shared between the sure. two. They both are supposed to get full everything. That's Holy even better. Crap. That's nasty. So, yeah. So, Wes, do you remember before we ever even did our first podcast ever when I was running that little high venture thing and I said no summoners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I see why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three years later, I'm, I get, I'm starting to get it now. Yeah. 
In fact, I get it so much. I said, no more Pathfinder ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, me too. That was, that was my last Pathfinder game. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever play Pathfinder I loved again. It. it filled a giant void in my life when I oh, really God. needed it. Yeah. Until 5e came out, Pathfinder was the greatest game I'd ever played. But now I am such a fifth edition junkie. I spent so many nights at the radio station building characters in 3.0, just mm. rolling up stats and rolling and like figuring out characters and doing different Checking levels, feats and and just always yeah. doing something with. And it was all out of the core rule book because that's about all I had at that point. But now I don't have the time for that. Yeah, yeah. And I well, somebody's already done it online. Out. Sure, and that's that too. Yeah, you can probably find. But now it. just yeah. clicking through. Mm-hmm. Five options, boom! Now you have a level five character in D and D five E done. Yeah, that's that nice. brings me to my next question for each of you: If you could play in any genre next, fantasy. what is your top no. choice? <laughs> and it could be fantasy. No. That's cool. If that's no. if, if that's your wheelhouse, I know mine, and it'll probably be overlap with somebody else. But uh, Casey, why don't you start us off? We always discuss this, and I always say Western. And I okay. hate Western movies. I don't like what? them. But like Red Dead Redemption 2 was an awesome game, and uh, okay. everything that went on from that made me really wanted to see, want to see an environment of role-playing in just straight Western. Not like zombie Western, not fantasy Western, just straight up. Straight up Western. Bandits and cowboys. I need you to watch a TV show or a movie called Trinity is My Name. Oh, yeah. If you like that movie, <laughs> I will play with you. Okay. I love that movie, but sitting there listening to you describe role playing the Wild West makes me want to eat glass. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it sounds absolutely terrible. But I, I mean, but I get it. Oh, I mean, everybody, everybody yeah, I mean, own. I don't know. Red Dead just really absorbed that. If I had to go somewhere else outside of that um, space and not like Star Wars, not any of the big brand name things, but more like just like a space opera. Like The Expanse? Yeah. Ish. I've never played it, so I don't know. No, the the TV show oh, The Expanse. Yeah, the probably. Books. Yeah. Yeah. Something a little more based in reality. Yeah. A little bit more realistic, but much more futuristic. I'm trying to... I'm trying to reconcle those two. look at what's happening with reality and the future of oh, that project that out yeah. in the future uh neil stevenson is a really great mm-hmm. author for that oh you mean all the books that you bought yeah. at the yard sale with me yeah neil stevenson <laughs> is amazing uh when it comes to projecting what could happen in the future alicia favorite genre what do you want to play in next i love fantasy so i am there will probably never be a time that i wouldn't be up for another fantasy whether it is you know high fantasy or or urban fantasy like that's that's a lot of fun too i i love those like victorian drawing room banter type comedies and stuff everybody yeah happy. one of the one of the more notable examples i've heard of solar punk for trying to like wrap your mind around what that could look like would be like wakanda from marvel um, that was, it's very, like very high tech and very forward thinking, but still yeah. with very deep roots in nature right. and mm-hmm. like kind of, we've built this society that is in harmony with the world around us versus competing with it mm-hmm. and trying to like squash it down. Right. Yeah. So, so who knows what we do next? Uh, I have to graduate first. The Mac program has been, all encompassing and way harder than I even thought it would be, and I knew it would be difficult. But it it's it's killing time. It just sucks up your time. It does. It just eats it up. And, and I get thirty right minute face. bursts where I can go and relax for a second, play. But a video you just game. want to be mindless at that point because you've used your yeah. That's the problem we're running into. So, but 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 
it ends at some point. There's also time like in breaks where we might be able to throw out some small content. There's also nothing stopping you three from doing stuff. Who knows what will happen there? Matt still has age of heroes going on. When is that going to end again? You said sometime 2030, 2035, <laughs> somewhere in there. We've kicked up to two hours an episode. So Ooh. nice. that was with the intent of not going for three years to finish a campaign. Try and get know. something mm-hmm. finished. Yeah, okay. Very yeah. cool. We've also mentioned in the past of doing shorter stints. So yeah. we will probably p- be playing around with some, whatever it is, it's going to be as much fun as it was the last three years. That's the goal is to have yeah. fun with friends. Yep. And now that we can actually be around in person, close proximity, right? like, Oh my freaking it pandemic. changes it. It does. Yeah. It changes. I love sitting here with you too. guys, drinking beer, playing games, or pretending to be somebody I'm not. It's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> well, just recording, even for the live show, is mm-hmm. so much different than the way we do it for Age, which right. is on YouTube. Like, yep. it's so different. Like, you just... Well, one I, thing that's no so hard is just like what I did there, and I cut you off on purpose, is yeah. that cutting off is so difficult when you're doing everything remote. The time yeah. delay is just the yeah, talking back and forth. Half a second. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I and all of a sudden, everybody stutter steps. And, and, yep. I was going to say, I talked over Adam so many times where I would start, he would start, and yeah. it just, all right, I'm just going to shut up. There was, <laughs> and that's why he, some episodes, I would just be very quiet, because yeah. it's like... I'm just, I'm done. <laughs> so live recordings are on the, on the table, shorter stints, shorter storylines, a new genre or two or three new systems that we want to play. We yeah. revamped our webpage. So it's much simpler. I think it's just a single page now that you, yeah. there's some other places you can visit at the top, but it's pretty much just a landing page, but it does have a link to our discord. Just look at the icons at the bottom. You can find all of our links there. Um, our discord is very active please come and join us on discord we have a really awesome community there if you're not if you want to find out what we're doing next that's where we're going to announce it it won't be on the webpage it won't be on twitter it'll be on the discord and if you ever need anything just ping us on it and we can talk to you yeah Yeah. that's the best part is just the access to folks that we have well any last closing remarks from anybody? Something you'd like to say that's been on your chest? Something you would like to ask me or say to me or complain? Now's your chance. Safi wasn't Safi's real name. The room got really quiet. He had to go to Discord to find out what it was. All right. <laughs> He's going, because do we still have, we don't have the letters to Safi in the Patreon anymore. No. So you'll have to post it in the Rocks and Rune Lords channel. Oh, yeah. Ping everybody when you do it, Mm -hmm. because I Mm want to hear this. Uh, I'm the GM, and there's so many things that Matt doesn't tell me about his characters. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I had planned this. And he's like, I have a sealed envelope to prove it. But (laughs) That's fantastic. Never came up. Never, you know, everybody just assumed it was his name, and which makes sense. It it was his name. Why not? Why wouldn't it be? That's how you introduce yourself. That's what people are going to call you. I I have to say, when I'm... I, I realize we've covered the our favorite moments of the game, but one of my favorites, just to backtrack for like two seconds, sure. when Reaper died and you did not tell any anybody that he was like bleeding down, out. down, yeah. like yeah. he's bleeding out. You just, you just like let the fight keep going and let it happen. And when it was over, it was just like. They rushed over to heal him, and you were like, well, it's not working. <laughs> and I was just, I thought that was so well done. I, I've so just done kudos, something like man. that with Age uh, Heroes. So we use Roll20 as part of the, the visual, and 
if a character goes down, I was doing it behind the scenes. I was rolling the death saves and nobody knew what they were. Mm. So the character, obviously the characters don't know how close you are to dying. If somebody goes up and uses healing or whatever, absolutely. Yeah. You better do it now or they're dead. So what we do now is they'll do a DM roll, mm-hmm. which nobody can see except for the person who rolled it in the DM. So if somebody goes down, we do the DM rolls to where nobody knows, no other character, not the audience. Nobody knows how close they are to death because it's really how it is. You know, yeah. you can't just yeah. look at somebody and go like, ah, they're fine. Yeah. He's, he's got like, he's got like three got, more rounds. He's We're got good. 18 he's got seconds. Rules. I got, I got a lifetime to work on this. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, well, when that, when it did happen, I, I was, it. I think I was, I think I had like a hit point or two. I was, I was like, I mean, he had a high constitution. I was like negative 16 and I had like an 18 con. Right. Mm. So I'm like, all right, I'm down. And that's you, when that, you that's took a big hit. I did. I took like a crit from a giant or, or ogre or something like that. It was a two handed weapon from up top. Yeah. yeah. It was brutal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember, I remember, I remember lying there. I remember Reaper lying there, and I'm like, "There's no reason for me to tell them, you know, why or how close I am to death, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "What's more dramatic than that, you mm-hmm. know?" Because I liked Reaper, I wanted him to stick around, but I'm like, eh, "That's a good way to go." Yeah, protecting your friends. I read an article a while back where a, an individual, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, was uh, doing readings on brainwaves of. People who had been through actual battle together and then compared it to the brainwaves of people who play tabletop games. And the way we react with our characters, this is you saying I was lying there. Mm -hmm. Like the way we connect with those characters and with our friends are very, very similar. It's uh, a similar experience. So I am glad I shared that with you guys for the last year and three years or more with Matt here. Well, they, they've, uh, there's a lot of psychological studies on D&D, and when you play the game, you don't say, when you like when you refer to it back, you don't remember sitting at the table rolling the dice. You right. remember being the character. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what's unique about role-playing games above anything else in the world. You play WoW, you remember playing WoW. You right. play D&D, you remember your character doing something. It's, it's pretty wild. It's the immersion and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. That's... Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to hear everybody's stories on Discord. Come visit us. Tell us about your favorite experience, your best game. A lot of people have been joining who are running Rocks and Rune Lords themselves. Not mm-hmm. Rocks and Rune Lords. Running Rise of the Rune Lords for themselves as a campaign. Uh, come talk to us. Let us know how things are going. Tell us about your favorite moments. Yeah. And we cannot wait until the next episode. Uh, we'll probably post mm-hmm. something in this channel. When we finally make a decision on what we're going to do next. And then we'll go from there. We may make a new feed. We may just add on to this one. Keep an ear out and join Discord. If you have ideas, suggestions, you may trigger something in us. So you got ideas, let us know. I feed off of other people so much. Me too. We're here to please the audience. We're here to keep ourselves happy, which is why we're saying no more Pathfinder. But at the same time, we want to know what you want to listen to. And we all want to have fun. And we want the audience to have fun too. So Absolutely. One of us isn't, or the audience isn't, then that's yeah. not. Well, if we're not, the audience won't, because yeah. it it bleeds through big yeah. time. Yep. And let us know if you want a live show on either Twitch or YouTube, or if you prefer podcasts. We'd love to know that as well. Favorite genres? How you like to listen? How you want to intake the entertainment? Let us know. Yep. Talk Table to us. is open for ideas. So, as hard as this is to do, I feel myself tearing up a little bit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of Rocks and Rune Lords. We have had a blast. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful journey. Good night. Bye, guys. <laughs>